Welcome to the podcast of Revival Fires. You are listening to Overshadowed, a message by Anna Baker Barnes. We want to invite you to our upcoming School of Awakening with guest speakers Ben Fitzgerald, Jean-Luc Trackshell, Dylan Long and Trevor Baker. Visit our website to register your place today for this exciting event from the 29th of August until the 2nd of September. Um, someone once told me to, to look for my identity in, in God, and they said, you'll find it in the Bible. And you know there's a story of, of Anna in the Bible. And where was she found? At the temple. She's praying and praying and praying. It says, until late at night, but you know church. I love the early morning slot. Have you found your time with God? Have you found your... Remember I said I was taking dibs at the 5 a.m.? Did someone else take the 6 a.m.? It's so good to be here to preach this morning. Um, I'm speaking about the overshadowing of God. And this, there's my colleagues here now. I, I came into work on uh, one of the days and I said, I just feel like I'm to talk about this. And they said, oh, there's a message in there. And then when I got the phone call last night um, to say, Anna, you're preaching, I said, I've got a message and it's bubbling up. Who better to to share it out, bash it out with, with my parents and just say, so this is what I want to bring to you. As we've been worshipping, there's been some phrases which have stood out. King of my heart, be the shadow where I hide. And I want to pull that out for you. Do you want to be found in the shadow of God? Do you want to be found where he, you are under the banner of his love? Do you want God to cover you, this is another meaning, with superior influence? And I'm going to talk about some of the influence that our church is having here in Dudley. Do you want to hide and dwell, to be enveloped, to be hidden with Christ on high? Are these some of these things saying yes? Are you saying yes in your heart this morning? Lord, I'm asking that you would overshadow each and every one this morning. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're here. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're transforming lives and you're transforming communities because we meet here and we meet you. So continue to overshadow each and every one, we ask in Jesus. Jesus' name. Amen. The reason I've uh, landed, if you like, on um, being overshadowed by God, I was watching a program, it must have been on Tuesday, because Brian and Gary have just been away at Prague, and they've been enjoying what God's doing over there with the awakening and the the new reformation. So before they went, I was ironing, and I was uh, just watching some random program, and this lady had built her, I think it was called Fabulous or Exotic Houses, this lady had built her home from the wing of an aeroplane. That was the roof. Is over in America somewhere? I know. Interesting, hey. And um, they saw them doing a, a wing walk. I think it's called. She's like, this is one of my favourite things to do, and looking out over over the um, around. And then she said, but the most comforting thing about my home is living here under the shadow of the wing. There is nothing more comforting than opening my front door, coming into my house. Yes, it's a triangle shape, and knowing I'm home here underneath the wing. And I thought, I know a verse about that. Do you know a verse about that? Psalm 91. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I'm going to keep going. 
I will say of the Lord, He's my refuge and He's my fortress, my God in whom I trust. He'll cover you with His feathers and under His wings you'll find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. I'll skip down to verse 9. If you say, the Lord's my refuge, and you make the Most High your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent, for He'll command His angels concerning you to guard you in all his ways in all your ways they will lift you up in their hands this week I've needed to know the overshadowing of God have you this week I've needed to pursue the promises of God that he's got especially on my dad's life this week I've needed to know that there is health and there is healing today for access for us not just like a far-off promise I needed to know that God is a healer and he has shown himself faithful let God allow himself to show to be faithful in every situation you have it's not just for us it's for you where you need your healing let God overshadow you find your faith under the shelter of his wing So what does it look like to be overshadowed by God? I can tell you my stories. I can find places in the Bible. We know that God is able to do above and beyond what he has told us. He's faithful to see the promises he has about your life fulfilled. The promises set even before creation. God was dreaming about you. God was dreaming about you. Poke the person next to you. God was dreaming about you. Have you fulfilled all of those dreams yet? Not yet. Have you been listening to the prophetic words that we've been encouraged to do so often? Have you gone over them? Have you gone over them? I'm working away, I'm working away, I'm processing a word that God gave to us in November. And, uh, you know, Ryan and I, we don't have... um, like what's that thing called like a jostling but I know that he's getting further on working through his word uh, that he received from Jane Hammond in November the word for them was also for Ryan was for the worship team and you know the song that we sung one more miracle that was written at our house on Monday evening. Uh, they closed the door. There's four or five of them every week are gathering to meet and to write and to seek God's face and say, what is the song that you're bringing, Lord? And that one more miracle was released. It was um, released here on Sunday to the church, and they took that. And that is part of the, the prophetic word coming true. You sang it as if you knew it. I said to Catherine, because I knew she was there, I said, have we sung this before? And she said, no. Did that do something within you? Are you going to continue to sing that song when you need to know the overshadowing presence of God in your life. Do it, church. Don't forget. Don't let this be a song just for here. These songs are a song of our time, a song to change atmospheres. So what's it like to be covered? To be covered is to be overshadowed. I just changed it to a word we know about. It's to be under the banner of home. Great love. That love that Jesus came for you, not, not, not the person next to you, not for somebody else in your family, but for you, the one and only son sent for your salvation, for your, I want to say rescue, for your life, eternal life, and you're written on the palm of his hand. You know, when Jesus died, he, after taking all the suffering, his body looked different and not 
for no other reason than what he'd gone through on the cross. And he looked different, but you were held in his heart the entire time. And it's so hard sometimes to think, oh, but I'm one of millions, but one. And that, that love that God has for each one of you is the very overshadowing, the very covering, and that nothing can take that away from you. In Songs 2-4, it says, His banner over me is love. So that love is like a waving flag, a crazy waving flag over and over and over and over, over your life. It's protecting you. It's comforting you. And it's being declared over your life. I love you. Who's it being declared by? Your Father God in heaven. It's being declared by Jesus, your Savior. It's being declared by Holy Spirit, your Comforter. It is being declared, I love you. The banner over you is love. Now, under the banner of love, you can be at rest. Not that lazy kind of rest where you don't do anything or you get your phone out and just have a like scroll through the news. The rest where you can receive and release love, the breathing in of his presence and the breathing out of his presence. It's a place where you can welcome all of your successes, all of your failings underneath the banner of love. It's a place where the learning curve of your life, the arch of your life, where all your hopes and your dreams come underneath, they are overshadowed. They are covered by the love of God. So I say to you this morning, welcome home. Kick off your shoes, or if you're a neat person, line your shoes up carefully next to me. Because favour is found under the banner of love. Favour is found in the overshadowing. Throughout the Bible, don't we see time and again, favour upon favour upon favour. If you look closely at your friend's life, you'll see favour of God, the favour of God, the favour of God, time and again, never giving up on you. If you, um, as you continue to look, you'll see the favour in... um, I was about to go on to angelic encounters. I'll come to those in a minute. But that time where Mary is, where she is highly favoured. It says that so clearly. Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, she is highly favoured. And what happens to her? The Holy Spirit will overshadow you. The most miraculous overshadowing that the Holy Spirit planted God in human form within her, that she brought Jesus into this world. Our Saviour brought through an overshadowing. What are the things that you need God to bring into um, in, bring to birth? What are the things that you are saying, God, could you do this for me? With the Holy Spirit's overshadowing, you can. With, in partnership with him, you can. So the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. With the, um, so there's nothing that's impossible for God. Nothing is impossible. So your question may be, how? How can I be overshadowed by God? You can be carried by him. Everything, all your burdens, all your bags, all your stuff. Don't we like our bags? We can, all those things that we're carrying around with us, all the, the heavy burdens, The things of your sin, of your past life, the things where you've carried your shame, where you've carried your hurts, almost like a badge of pride. Those things, we can lay them down as we are carried with our hands empty by our Father God. Being carried through a storm or through a trial, what do you need to be carried through today? What is there that you've needed to be carried through this week? Perhaps... I can tell you how God's carried me through financially, even up till 
oh, three days ago, there was some issue with the child tax credits going on and on, and they were saying that there was a, a very large, for us, um, re repayment required, and I, I was about to phone them back and say, okay, so I'll settle it and I'll start paying weekly. And I just thought, I just don't know if this is God's plan, that we'd have been given a certain amount of money, like very little every week over a time and now it all has to be paid back I just felt there wasn't such that just didn't feel right on me so I began to pray and um, I had some help and to look into things and the lady who took my call said oh we tithe too I can help you with this isn't that a miracle? I just thought, thank you, Jesus. So I had a financial breakthrough, and I only knew about that because there was a small, very small deposit into my account settling the whole thing, and I knew that by looking through my statement, it was finished. Can I declare that over you today? Those things that haven't quite worked out, the things where you've been pursuing for, and in our, our life, it was because we tithe. I can never grow tired of telling you, because you tithe, you're under a very special open heaven. Malachi, I fling wide uh, the, the floodgates of heaven. There'll be um, too much for you to contain. Maybe it's sickness. This week, we've had a beautiful turnaround of a week. Emotional week? Yes. A faithful week? Yes. God um, gave me a word that I would have unquivering strength in God that he is faithful. I received that word on the Monday and on Thursday night, we were able to stand and say, it is true. It is true. God does not lie. I know that's in the Bible, but sometimes you can look at that phrase and think, of course he doesn't. But when it comes to it in the storm, when it comes when you're pushed to the side and the other side or somebody else is saying something that you don't believe in, God does not lie. He's not a man that he should lie because he tells the truth. What are the truths that your heart needs to hear by God about, uh, from God about your life? What are the truths that overshadow you? Or is it fear that's overshadowing you? And truth versus fear, it says it in here. You want to take the truth of God every single time. Because fear becomes a friend. Fear becomes a little whisperer. And it can become quite strong, can't it? We were having conversations with our, our children at bedtime one night, and they said, oh, what do you think so-and-so is thinking about me? And I said, babe, they're not thinking about you at all. <laughs> Can't we go to sleep sometimes with those worries? How did that conversation play out? How did that phone call play out? What about that email? Did I write the right tone? Are you over-worrying? Let fear not be a friend anymore disown fear can I tell you the overshadowing of God will bring truth to your mind so there we were I was praying for her and I said Lord Jesus let her not not even think about the things that other people are thinking not even go there there's no point is it but even as adults I can remember there's times when I'm like cooking away or or just letting my mind wander and I'm like oh I wonder how that scenario went scenario went out I wonder what they thought of how I reacted when I was a, a younger preacher I used to think I wonder what they're all thinking of me when they go home and you weren't thinking anything or if you were you were thinking it's okay and I just want to tell you they're not thinking about you can you hear that for your week when those thoughts start to come they're not thinking about you and if they are it's about how great you are because who's the one who's having thoughts of you Psalm 139 I thought you were going to quote it back to me. God, he's having good thoughts about you. And let those be the ones that overshadow every single fear. Can you do that this week especially? Can you practice saying, 
there's a song we've heard, um, the New Hill Songs album, and it says, not today, devil, not today. And I, the first time I heard it, I thought, that's a bit um, obvious, isn't it? But don't we need to be a bit obvious with um, when fear becomes our friend? Not today, devil, not becoming our friend. We're not listening to you. We're not caring what they think. You can realize when you're an overcomer, when you're faced when you face the same trial. I realized when I was putting her to bed that I didn't have this fear anymore. Colossians 3, since then you've been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where where Christ is. He's seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who's your life, appears, then you will appear with him in glory. So what are we conscious of? We can be so self-conscious or we can be so God-conscious. Let me just say some of the things with being self-conscious. We're self-aware, we're self-seeking, or we can be self-preserving. We can be so self-conscious of how we look, how we feel, how we present ourselves. Again, like I said, it's all rooted in that same place of fear. So we start to cover ourselves by covering yourself in God, by asking God to overshadow you, you become free. Practice freedom in God. Practice the truth that God speaks to you. If you're struggling to find truth for yourself, ask someone after church today, what are the truths God's saying about me? You're loved, you're chosen, you're precious, you are wanted. God chose you before the foundation of the world. I can go on. I'll pray for you for hours and hours and hours. We will join with you so that you know that you have been set free and that you are covered. So we can... um, I just want to talk to you about Jesus, as I have been. Jesus says in Luke 8, 16, take care of what you hear. He says to be careful of what we're listening to. Are you being careful with what you're listening to? We heard a good message last week about the things that come into our lives so subtly, can come into our televisions, can come in through our phones, can come in through our friends. Take care of what you're hearing. Further on in Luke 11:32 Jesus says, "Be careful with what we see. What are your eye what your eyes are letting into your soul? Let your body be full of light." How do we stay full of light? By setting our mind on things above. Remember we've said that. Things that are good and things that are godly. So how do we be God conscious? We make ourselves available. What's God called you to do? When I was a teenager, I had a prophetic word that I would have influence with the council. And I became part of the Dudley Youth Council. Obviously, I was very young then. And I became a teacher a few years later, so I was employed by the council. And I thought that word was done, complete. Um, but I just feel that there was something stirring over the years. And even as I've, um, I'm working here at Revival Fires, there's many different things that God's asking me to do that are involved with the council. Like being called to meet councillors and talk about Dudley's carnival which is coming in September I was asked to sit on the meeting I look around and I think there's a counsellor, there's like five professionals there's the top events lady for Himley Hall, I'm like sitting there thinking how did I get here and I just felt God said it was me and my favour and I say I sat there and I thought thank you Jesus 
And you know what, my, I got a beautiful job to do. It was to ask all the other churches in the area if they'd like to get involved as well. I was like, this is precious. I love connecting and bringing the, the body together. So, um, so there's bigger, better, amazing opportunities that God has for you. Just because you think I can tick off a prophetic word, remember God's voice doesn't stop. The words he speaks, and there's that lovely science, isn't there? The word of God continues throughout time and space. Pull onto the word that God has for you from time and space. His voice speaking over you. So the second part is to be awake. Wakey, wakey. I was at a conference last Saturday, and the speaker continued to preach Every so many minutes, wakey, wakey. I was in church last Sunday morning. What was the pastor say? Two days, double word. Is God speaking to me? And can I then now say it to you? Wakey, wakey. What is it that God needs to wake up in your life? I was... um, Saturdays are kind of like our days off when there's not a conference or an event. But I'd heard the word of God, God at about quarter past eight in my house go to the conf- this conference and I was like oh mind over God's word Saturdays are for lazing if you go I will meet with you Saturday I couldn't even carry on with my like <laughs> and God did God met with me in an incredible way and I believe there was something that shifted in me that caused me to hope again and for my future which I can now pour out into your lives so if you hear the wakey wakey of God don't take it don't wait a week. Don't wake a month. Wakey, wakey. And you've heard that, well, twice now, haven't you? Last Sunday, this Sunday. Why don't you just say that? Wakey, wakey. Wakey, wakey. So that's a significant call. And so often we can say, oh, oh, I'll just pop you on snooze. But wakey, wakey, church. Wakey, wakey to the great things of God. You don't know what is coming next in your life. If you're meant to, well, you are. We believe fully and strongly that everything God has ordained. So the wakey-wakey, go with it, believe it, follow what God is doing in your life. There's something that I've not spoken on before, and it's about angelic overshadowing. And I just want, uh, I'm just going to put this out there because it's something exciting, and I believe if God's revealing it to me, he's going to reveal himself to you. Is that okay? Um. This is a totally new experience for me and a new encounter. I was reading in in the Bible, so I know it's, you know how I like it to be Bible-based. So I was reading in, in Genesis when God placed angels. So they're to dwell, to love God, to worship him, to be sent from, <laughs> from heaven itself to do God's bidding. Now, then every time we read through the Bible, then an angel appears, do not be afraid, do not be afraid, do not be afraid, do not be afraid. Why? Because they're startling, amazing, incredible, showing the greatness of our God on display. I began to ask God to position angels within our life, with, with angels of health, angels of ministering angels, because it says that in Psalms, the ministering angels of God. And I can tell you that I've not seen an angel with my eye. I have, however, seen somebody else see an angel, and I've looked into their eye at that very moment. You know when you can see, your, see a reflection in someone's eyeball? And I've, so I've, I know, I know, I know, I know that angels exist. Do you, church? 
they are here to do God's bidding. So we need not be afraid. Now, why was I afraid? Oh, because I didn't want to empower them above God. Oh, what bad teaching I'd like succumb to. Oh, how, how silly that is to believe that I can't give them any airplay just in case I'm worshipping them too much. But they're sent by God himself to do our bidding. There's this thing when we were in a, our heights of eBay, we would buy a, an, an Autobot thing to bid on our behalf. And we'd win these things, okay, on eBay. Do you see where I'm heading? A sniper, that's what it's called. Gosh, I don't like that. It, it bidded on our behalf angelic realm God sends angelic the angelic presence to bid on our behalf I'm going slow because I feel like it's the weighty presence of God is coming God sends his angels to bid on our behalf to go before us to make a way for us let's not lose sight in any way of the greatness of our God but also why not believe that God is bringing his angels on assignment to us why not live the words that it says are true in our Bible angels sent on assignment isn't there another verse angels in disguise you'll not know if you are serving me or somebody else so I'm welcoming when you hold your hands out church I'm welcoming angelic visitation in a fresh way and Jesus you, you also may want to say this in your heart I repent for being afraid, for not honoring the angelic presence that you have sent. We receive angelic encounters today, Lord. We're excited that angelic encounters are going to go before us. Amen. Jesus, I welcome angelic encounters. I, I welcome angels to do your bidding, to go on behalf of each and every one here, whether they know it or not, but deep within they would know there was a presence here. I saw something and something had changed. And you know, the testimony of God shows you that the angels have gone before you and made a way. Amen. Are you excited about that? Does that make sense to you? Are you going to be on the lookout for, for um, <laughs> you can be on the lookout, but also let me say this, the presence, when, you know, there's been s several times when I've known there's been an additional, I want to say person, is it okay to call them that, a, a presence within the home, and it's not been my children, it's not been Ryan, it's not been someone who's rung the doorbell, it's been a godly encounter, welcome those into your life, church, don't be afraid. So that's the angel, the angelic overshadowing. The final thing I want to say is the banner over Dudley is love. I know you heard last week, but I have to put these testimonies again. Call out the treasure. 10 or 12 of you gathered last week, calling out the treasure within Dudley. Many Four or five hours later, a million pound vase was found in this region. The biggest and the best ever so far. Call out the treasure. God is overshadowing. We called for transformation in the town. Within hours, Sarah told us that the, the Cavendish House, it's the most wrecked building you'll see. It's made of black, black brick out on the bypass. The article said, no more delay, the eyesore's coming down. 
I want to tell you one more thing that I found about Dudley being turned around. How many times have we prayed that? How many times have we said that into the atmosphere? How many times have we declared that this is a turnaround time, that this is a breakthrough time? Many times, church. In 2014, in the vitality ratings, there was a sad, sad story for Dudley. It was bottom of the list of 1,000 towns. 2017, the fresh start for Dudley. This year, it came 416th out of 1,000 towns. We are on the up. Give God some praise this morning. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing here. Thank you, Lord, for the transformation that's taking place in our town. So how do we attract the overshadowing of God in our lives? It is through worship. What is one of the main things that we do here? We worship Jesus with everything we've got. Can I say, don't let worship be left on a Sunday. Continue your life of worship. Found at his feet. Found within the pages of your Bible. Found within the songs coming out of your lips. I sometimes say of myself, I'm not a great singer, but I don't even mind now. There's the song of the Spirit as you let the Holy Spirit come with the gift of tongues. That makes Jesus so, like, Jesus will meet you right there. By singing out words and songs into the atmosphere, you turn this town around. And it's not just the big stuff. It turns your life around. You know when you wake up with a frown and someone says, turn it upside down. We have to say that a few times when they get a bit of a a mood on and don't want to go to school. We start praising praise changes the atmosphere. I know there's a big message in that, but you can change the atmosphere. Don't you feel good on Sunday mornings when we're praising, when we're holding nothing back, stepping into the atmosphere of heaven and seeing what God will do? So we make ourselves available. I told you that already. Jesus said to his disciples when he'd finished speaking, come away by yourselves to a secluded place. I urge you, find your secluded place under the shadow of his wings. Secondly, be awake. Reading his word, however you're doing it with the the paper copies, the Bible apps, your highlighters or the online highlighters, however you're doing it, let these words sink into every part of your life because these words hold life. I've said about worshipping as a lifestyle. I know that can be a bit of a buzz phrase. I don't mean it to sound at all catchphrasey, but it's true. Let your lifestyle be presented to him as worship, laying down at his feet, telling Jesus how good he is to you. Remember that song we sung early on? You're never going to let me down. I, there were some, some people near me and I said to them, sing it till you believe it. And that's true. We can say these words. We can say the truth about God. You can say that I'm being overshadowed. I'm being overshadowed by his wings. I'm being overshadowed by his wings. You can say I'm being covered by God. I'm being carried by God. And you can continue to say it until you believe it. And you know when you believe it, you live it. The last thing I want to say, I just feel like it's a really holy time this morning and there's going to be some real breakthroughs coming. I know we've already heard one miracle, but I just want to say again, there's, there's one more miracle. The things that you are pressing into the heart of God for, He hears you. Continue to ask God for your miracle. I want to just say there was a lady who I must have prayed for three or four months ago um, and she, was, she said, 
um, do you recognize me? I said, no. She came this morning. I said, I, I don't. She says, you do. You prayed for me because I was having suicidal thoughts. I said, that's why I don't recognize you. She was glowing. Her life has been turned around. And I thank you, Jesus, that you do miracles in this place. She was glowing with the joy of heaven. Let me just finish with Psalm 105 before we go to communion. They brew, this is about Joseph. Remember, Joseph had a, a tough life, yet he knew it was for the goodness of God. Genesis 50, and he says, I'd have gone through it all. I went through it all knowing that he could open up something for the rest of his family. And here it says in Psalm 105, he was sold as a slave. They bruised his feet with shackles. His neck was put in irons till what he foretold come to pass, till the word of the Lord proved him true. Say that to each other. The word of the Lord proved him true. You don't need to be listening to the voice of fear. Listen to the word of the Lord because it proves true. Listen to the overshadowing whisper of God. Let yourself be hidden with Christ on high. Find favor within God. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing here. I'm going to invite you to stand. If you want to know the overshadowing presence of God in your life, you stand here with me this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Can you stretch your hands to heaven? Lord Jesus, we thank you that the banner over us is love. We declare the banner over this church is love, over each individual one. There's a word I keep hearing and it is God sees you. God sees you. So overshadow each one, Jesus. Lord, I ask that you would overshadow, that you would cover, that you would lift each one, that you would hide them under your wing, Lord Jesus, that they would find comfort and safety. They would find health. They would be rescued and lifted above their current situation as they experience a fresh touch from you, Jesus. We welcome your presence here this morning, Lord.